It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm Jake Lisko. He's James Rapine. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making us your first listen, free and available on all platforms. James, that was uh, not the way that game was supposed to end. Joe Burrow battling through a knee injury. Joe Mixon not on the field when the Bengals decide to run the ball. On a third and one, and honestly, James, I'm going to say I understand the decision-making there. They were running the ball pretty well in this game, and you get a first down, you, you open it back up. But I, I don't understand why Joe Mixon isn't on the field on that drive. And it wasn't just that play. He wasn't on the field on that drive, and he wasn't hurt. Yeah, I mean, that's a big part of it, right? It's, it's 23-20. Um, you, you just need a field goal. Joe Mixon's your best running back. Not your second best running back. Not your fifth best running back. It's not Samaj J.P. Ryan. 34 isn't making, you know, $12 million a year. It's Joe Mixon. So I don't know what the hell is going on, especially on the third down. Um, And honestly, there was multiple times when – and it's been this way, man. And I know Samaj J.P. Ryan had the big touchdown against the Chiefs. But there's been multiple times this year where it's felt that way. Uh, And multiple times in this game, not just on that drive, where I was like, why is Mixon not in right now? So I I don't know – why I don't know what the the thought process was there, but there's a couple things you know that that stand out, and we can talk about the penalties and stuff like that. But to me, ah, Tyler Boyd's drop—he's had one drop all season, one, and it was to them. <laughs> it's crazy. It never it, happens. He never drops it, a ball. It never drops it in practice. Go ahead. And it's been like two years since the last mm-hmm. drop. And yep. yeah, go, go ahead. Yeah, it's so so that happens. Uh, you know, then the defense is so used to coming up with a stop and you're expecting them to get a stop and they get it to fourth down and Sean McVay does Sean McVay things, Cooper cup, that nice seven yard run. And then cup said, all right, I'm going to go take Super Bowl MVP. And again, we'll talk about the flag. I'm sure at, at least one of them. Um, but even after that, the Bengals had a shot. And then that's the thing is when the game's on the line, I want the ball in Joe Burrow's hands, right? So I, I don't – I'm not questioning or second-guessing the fourth down at all, even though they couldn't protect him, fine. But the third down, if you're going to run it, that's fine. Why isn't it Joe Mixon? And so I, I agree with you completely. 
Yeah, and it's the whole drive, right? And, and this goes back to the running back contract. We'll have this conversation in the offseason. This is not a conversation for today. But your $12 million running back needs to be a three-down running back. If, if you can't trust him to be on the field for a game-winning Super Bowl drive or a game-tying Super Bowl drive, I don't, I don't really know what we're doing. But that's not really the, the biggest problem in this game. We'll talk about the flags. We'll talk about what's next for this team. The offensive line cost the Bengals this Super Bowl. I, I know there was a lot that goes into it. My viewing of the game, I was in the stands. I was in Section 527, so not a great view, obviously. But the Bengals couldn't run their offense. And, and this, this is something that we've talked about all week, James, go, coming into this game. The Bengals, in the last three weeks of the season, could not run a real offense because they're calling around a, a, an offensive line that can't block a three-step drop. Can't do that reliably. You can't drop a, You can't block a three-step drop reliably. I, I, I don't know how they made it as far as they did. You know, they, they had some incredible defensive play, and, and we'll credit Lou Anarumo. I thought the defense was really good in this game, by and large, and, and there will be some conversation there. You know, holding Cooper Cup under 100 yards is a bit of an achievement. I know he had the two touchdowns, but, you know, I, I want to credit the approach bottling up the run and, and doing a pretty good job on Cooper cup coming up with two picks. But, you know, we, we've talked about this offensive line all year. They've overcome it until the super bowl. But the problem with an offensive line that isn't very good is that it can lose you the super bowl. We, we saw it last year with the chiefs and I know the chiefs were in dire injury straights, but in this game, what was it? Six sacks in the third quarter for Joe Burrow. I mean, they, they, they went from a, re- a respectable first half to a pressure rate that finished over 40%. They could not mm-hmm. block in the second half. In the second half, specifically, they couldn't really play offense. And, and in the Super Bowl, that's not going to get it done. And, and there's more to talk about in this game, obviously, once we've had some time to reflect on it. Like, they ran maybe one screen in this game. We talked about the screen game this week. They, they didn't go to it. The Rams are terrible at defending screens. So, you know, we'll, we'll go back and look and see what, what the game plan was at some point. But it boils down to your offensive line isn't good enough. And I know the Rams are really good on the defensive front. Aaron Donald's an all-world Hall of Fame player, whatever, wasn't good enough. And I think that was the torpedo. Yeah, it was going to catch up with them at some point. You were just hoping that they, uh, it could catch up with them this offseason when they spent a bunch of money to fix the issue, right? And that they were, they were going to be able to overcome it. And they were really, really close to overcoming it. And you could yep. argue that they should have overcame it or that they could have overcame it if they had done this or that or and, – and that's that's the part that really sucks because this might be the worst – the worst Bengals team over the next five years, and they might have made it farther than any of these next teams are going to make it. And I know people are right and rosy and excited about the future, and it's great, and you have Joe Burrow and stuff. It is hard as hell to get back here, yep. all right? It is really, 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 really – Really, 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 really hard to get back here. And you look at, at Bengals history, right? Super Bowl uh, 16, you know, in the 81 team. Well, what happened? It took a while for them to get back. The 88 team. What happened in Super Bowl 23? It took them a while to get back. And I get it. They're young and they don't know what they don't know. And it's so. at the same time, you were right there. And, and so that's the part where uh, that's really tough. And that doesn't mean that you didn't have fun this season or enjoy the, the ride or all that stuff. But my God, you're a, a field goal away from either going to overtime or heck, a, a, uh, 
if you take advantage of that the opportunity you're given after a Wuzier's interception, right? Yeah. You score a touchdown instead of a field goal. Like there's just so many things in that realm where if you're world champs, then you can kind of figure everything else out later. And then instead you have your quarterback limping uh, out of the news conference and into the news conference and, uh, and you lost. And so that's a, uh, it's a hell of a feeling. We'll get into more uh, on this game on uh, what was a, a disappointing outcome in a, a back and forth game at SoFi stadium next. But first I got to tell you about built bar. Cause that might be the only thing that could cheer me up right now is having a built bar. Um, which I'm going to have right after we get done with this show. High in protein, low in sugar, low in calories, perfect for you and perfect for me as I try to get back into my uh, my post-football season shape. Look, during football, it's really, really hard to to train the way I want to. Well, guess what? Built Bars, they've helped me maintain and, and be okay throughout football season, but now it's going to help me and they're going to help me um, get to, into to much, much better shape now that the season's over, the off-season, as I prepare for the combine. So check them out right now, built.com. Use promo code LOCK15, and you're going to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'll have to get you to run a 40. Speaking of the combine, it's going to be a short <laughs> offseason for these Bengals. Uh, let's let's spend some time talking about the second half. The, the holding call on Logan Wilson was a terrible call. I think we can agree on that. Uh, I've seen the re- – well, maybe we can't. Do you, do you agree it was a bad call? Oh, yeah. The, the holding yeah call? It, was, okay. it, was, it was a bad call. Especially – here's the thing. They've let them play all night. Yeah, that, that – and in that moment, you make that call. And it's not why they lost. I understand it. And that's why we didn't lead with it, all of that. But it's third and eight, or third and goal from the eight. And you get the stop. And like, oh, my God, now this defense, because they've done it all year. This defense yeah. has gotten the stop all year. And that's what I was thinking. I was like, ah, they still got a shot here. And they get it the fourth down just to give them a fresh set of downs. Yeah, it was, uh, it was BS. It killed me. I mean, I'm celebrating, right? I'm like, okay, I can live with fourth and goal for the for the Super Bowl from the eight. You know, not not an ideal drive, right? They they give up a lot on that drive. Matt Stafford has a gutty drive. Credit him for playing through an ankle sprain, you know, and, and making some good throws there down the stretch. But that uh, that call came out of nowhere, man. Uh, and and having seen, I, I couldn't, I didn't even see it live, right? And the replay they showed in the stadium didn't show it. I, I saw the replay on my phone on my walk out of the SoFi security perimeter. And <clears throat> I mean, what do you call him? Logan Wilson boxed up Cooper Cup. Logan Wilson, a <laughs> linebacker, played perfect coverage on Cooper Cup. Yep. And and a flag comes out. I mean, brutal stuff and you're right it's because of the way the game was called leading up to that point you know they're, they're letting these guys play i know that you know they missed a face mask on t higgins on on a 75 yard touchdown didn't see that at sofi either saw the replay of that one uh they missed a false start on the play on the rams both tackles false started uh but again 
to your point, James, that's not why they lost. They lost because they couldn't play offense in the second half. Uh, they, they had opportunities. How many drives did they have when they were winning 20 to 16? When, when they could have scored a touchdown and put the game effectively out of reach the way the defense was playing? At least four. Yeah. I, I don't know how many it was exactly, but you know the, the inability for them to execute on offense consistently couldn't get past midfield, it felt like, in well, the second half. Well, yeah, I mean, I'll tell you. So they had the touchdown, right, to, to Higgins. Yep. And then the field goal. Yep. And then punt, 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 turnover on downs, you know. And, and, and even the field goal, you had to settle, right? So outside of the, the, ex, the explosive play, it, it's been pretty, you know. I mean, I mean, an eight-play, 11-yard drive to get the field goal, it, well, that's not good. And then three plays, negative three. Three plays, five yards. Five plays, 12 yards. Seven plays, 24 yards. And then five plays, 26 yards. And it did feel like they were going to get downfield after the explosive, the chase, you know, the 17-yarder up the sideline. Yeah. And you're like, okay, you know, yeah. and, they, and that's, uh, yeah, it's their offense, which, God, I, I can't believe, right? I can't believe that's what we're, you know, that, that the offense – saying it out loud like that with those weapons, but you're right. It, it's because they, they couldn't protect enough to be functional. Right. And, and Aaron Donald and Von Miller literally for the game, would we say they can't wreck the game. They wrecked the game in the second half. And it was just enough, even though the Bengals had the edge and had, had a lead and rallied from a 13, three deficit early to, uh, to take that lead. And uh, it wasn't enough. And now you have Joe Burrow hurt. I mean, talk about disaster scenario here. I mean, there are a lot of good things in this game. Don't get me wrong. A lot of great things in the season. And, and you know, after a loss in the Super Bowl, it's hard to be too positive. We'll talk about the offseason outlook and all this. But not only did he get sacked seven times and, and the offense got torpedoed in the second half, he's hurt. Yeah. And, and now we have to wait and see, you know, did he just sprain an MCL? Maybe he's okay. He played through it. So hopefully it's not too bad. But I think it, I think it's an MCL. I think you just nailed it. Um, just the way the way it twisted, and I'm not a doc, you know, but the, the way it looked and then the way he was able to to play through it, um, hopefully that's the case. Obviously, let, if it was something more serious, uh, I think we would know. Let, let me ask you a question. How do you think Joe Burrow played in this game? He was shaky early and um, when they were protecting, and th that's the part, right? So uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, he, he forced it. Was it on their first drive? Uh, he threw it to Chase. And the linebacker came off and, and deflected yeah. the ball. Yep. And he had Higgins wide open. Yep. Uh, so th there was one. Then he skipped the ball to Chase. Yeah. I, I feel like that was in the set. Was that was that in the first second half, half too? Second. That half. one was in the second half. Okay. So he skipped the ball to Chase too, where Chase is open, and then they had to punt. Yep. Those are two huge plays. Um, just momentum-wise, the beginning of the game, get a feel or get a first down, try to keep get things rolling and moving. And then the, the one to chase, obviously, we just mentioned that the second half struggles on offense. I mean, that that would have been one yeah. of the biggest plays of the second half had he completed it. Yeah, and and, even, and the ball placement wasn't great for me. Just just from what I could tell there, you know, the, the Jamar Chase, he, he had a slant in the first half where he has to, like, go one foot off the ground to catch the ball instead of get Like, Joe Burrow hits Jamar Chase in the numbers on a slant nine out of ten times, at least. And for whatever reason, Joe's a little shaky in that, in that first half specifically. And he, he made some great plays in this game too. You know, the, the deep ball to chase in, in Ramsey's coverage is a heck of a throw, heck of a catch, great throw to, 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 to T Higgins 
to, to step up and extend that play and, and find T Higgins on the left sideline face mask or not, whatever. Don't care. Didn't see it in the game. Uh, it wasn't called great play from Burrow. Um, I thought he ate some sacks. He shouldn't have eaten. I, I think that there are some balls that he, he could have gotten rid of and instead took some sacks, but hard to put it on him. I, I think he was in a pretty tough situation and, the, the the offense just like they they know what they have right like they mm-hmm. know what they're calling plays around and everyone you know not everyone some people are like Zach Taylor needs to stop calling plays they need to get a real offensive coordinator and I don't feel like we know what Zach Taylor's offense would look like over the course of a season because they can't protect a three step drop and that's what I keep mm-hmm. coming back to yeah. No, I, I get it. They couldn't function. And that's it's going to be a big offseason theme. You know, there's no doubt about it. Is, is that uh, because even if they could have done it on that last play, that last play was indicative of it all, right? I mean, I guarantee you Burrow makes a play there on fourth and one. I, it, you don't make so, – like I think he for sure makes a play. Uh, but sure, he has yeah. no time. No time. No. And, and and it's – it's. I looked up. They, they the, You saw – well, you were there too. Uh, you were here because uh, I'm still here. Uh, next gen stats on the board. Yeah. And, and when they were protecting him well in the first half, his his uh, time to throw was like 1.9 seconds. Matt was, Stafford had a, an extra second more. Yeah. It was like it was like 2.2 to like 3.2 in the first half. And Burrow finished under two. That That's how the second half went. The pressure rate goes from like 20% to 40% in the second half, like for the game, which means in the second half, he was under pressure like 50 plus percent of the time. And yeah. it's time to throw plummets because he's getting rid of it quickly and he's still under pressure. I think I saw yeah. like lowest pass block win rate in any game this season for any team was the Cincinnati Bengals tonight in the Super Bowl. Whatever yeah. issues you have with pass block win rate, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm letting myself get worked up a little bit over over the offensive hey. line here. No, I get it. I, I get it. And we can uh, continue this conversation. But hopefully you did take – the Bengals plus four and a half where uh, I bet online when you went to bet online because yeah, the, the Bengals covered the spread in, in the big game and yeah, football is over, but basketball is full steam ahead. You got James Harden on the 76ers. You got Ben Simmons on the uh, nets. He'll be coming back. Maybe Kevin Durant and Ben Simmons can be one heck of a combination. Bet online remains the best spot for all of your scores, podcast news this season and betonline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC odds, and Olympic coverage. So go there now. Betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online, where the game starts. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yeah, they covered. Joe Burrow finally lost the game. He was a three and a half point or worse dog. That's too bad. That trend broke. The trend of coin toss losers winning the Super Bowl continued eight years. Eight years in a row. 
Let's talk uh, path forward, James. I have recorded already for Locked On Today and Locked On NFL, the post-game show for our, our national programs here on the Locked On Podcast Network. And both of those guys asked me, if you look back in five, ten years, will this be a fluke for the Bengals? Or, you know, can the Bengals create a dynasty or, or dynastic sort of leaping point from here? Mm-hmm. Or is this going to be a Dan Marino thing, right? And what, you know, those are two extremes. And my answer to both of those guys, Peter Bukowski, who does Locked On, uh, Locked On Today, and Bo Brock, who is doing Locked On NFL, spent the week with them in Radio Row, by the way. Great guys. Really enjoyed meeting them. Um, my answer to both of them was, it's entirely dependent on the front office. Do they, A, remain aggressive as they have been the last two seasons in free agency, and B, do, do they hit the right positions and and do they hit the guys they sign because they were Mm -hmm. great last off season. And I told both those guys, obviously you need at least two linemen. Maybe you need more, you know, I, I I don't know. Maybe Trey Hopkins had a decent game tonight. Um, You need at least two linemen, right? I think you need a corner because, you know, for, for all Eli Apple did for them this year, I uh, I'm not there to roll with him for next year as a starter. And I think they need to add, you know, they need to get better in the pass rush. It, it disappeared for a long stretch tonight. Matt Stafford was very, very comfortable in the pocket. And if they had continued to pressure him, he wasn't as accurate as he could have been. And, and he was putting the ball in danger. Maybe there's another turnover there they, they could have forced. So, so that was my perspective, James. When you think about the path forward for this team, it feels like a big inflection point, right? Like you have Joe Burrow, you have some guys, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, the the defensive guys they've acquired in free agency, but you can't just run it back, right? And and that's the question for this front office is will they remain will they remain aggressive? What do you think? Yeah, I think they will. I, I mean, honestly, they'd be idiots if they didn't, because the whole city, you know, the fan, Bengals fans across the country, and, and and even across the the world are as excited as they've ever been. And so you want to take advantage of that as a as a business, right? You, so what are you in the business of? Well, it's winning football games. Well, you won more than most people thought you were going to win. And now you have cap space and money and, and, and assets uh, to, to potentially uh, address those weaknesses and build around a quarterback that has a chance to be one of the best in the NFL for a long time and build around this young nucleus of players that, that is really exciting, along with these veterans on defense that you have that uh, played really well for most of the season that you've hit on. So, no, I, I think they'll be aggressive. And, um, you know, at the same time, again, it, and we'll have plenty of time to break down what they should do and what they shouldn't do. This one, I, I don't know. Man. I, it's going to take me a little bit <laughs> to, to, to process it, get over it, because they're right there. And, again, I know I said – their roster is going to be better next. They're going to sign two or three offensive linemen and draft someone that isn't Jackson Carmen, who, by the way, you want to talk about oh, what a I know they did a really good job front office wise. That is a whiff. Okay. It's a whiff. Because if you hit on that pick, everything changes. Or if you spend on a five thousand or five million dollar a year lineman, you know, at, at guard, and it's not a rotating just cluster crap. Anyways, um, they, they can address that stuff, but it just sucks because they were that close. Yeah. 
we personally saw, and I, I saw again on Saturday night, how many fans were so damn excited and confident and happy and ready, ready for this to happen because it's never, never happened ever. People my age, your age, don't re- don't remember any titles in Cincinnati. And so it's like, man, it's right here. It's right there. And, and you don't get it done. So that that's uh, that's where I'm at. Yeah, there, there's plenty of time for the offseason. We'll talk about it. And I'll come up with a plan and do all that stuff. But I was enjoying not talking about that stuff. I was I was enjoying talking about football through mid-February. And I, this was the last game regardless. But, damn it, you were right there. And uh, it'll be – I don't know if I'm if I'm any member on that team, any guy on that team, it's going to be really, really hard to get over that one. Yeah, that's that's one of the one of the worst ways to lose a Super Bowl, right? You know, you you, you have the lead with what four minutes left in the game, six minutes left in the game, whatever it was when the Rams get the ball back, the Rams just drive down on you and. And they bleed the clock all the way down, right? It felt like Kansas City week 17 the other way for a while there. And, man, those calls. The, the three, three straight flags after yeah. the way this game was called. Just, just yep. mind-blowing stuff, man. Like, again, I'm not blaming the refs. I, I'm blaming the offense for being non-functional in the second half. I think that's the primary reason they lost the game. But, man, is that crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's that's a lot as a fan i'm sure you guys are feeling it listening to the show if you're listening to the show looking for some some commiseration but you're right james i mean we talked about it all week they're here win and and they put themselves in a position to win coming out of halftime man mm-hmm. one it. more field goal it. one more red zone conversion finding a way to, to produce offense on one of those, what was it, five in a row you listed drives in the second half. And we're telling a different story. And this isn't one of the angriest podcasts I've ever recorded. But instead, this is where we're at. And you're right, James, we're going to have to talk about this offseason quite a bit. There's a, a big responsibility on this front office to build around what they've got and try to get back here. You're right. It's going to be hard. Foundations there though, man, that that's where I'm at, you know, but besides the, the agony of defeat, as it were, the foundation is there. And so, well, yeah, you have the quarterback and they build on it. Yeah. They have the quarterback. They have the quarterback on the rookie deal for a couple more years. They have these guys on defense for a couple more years for the most part. Um, Jesse Bates will be a conversation, but we'll talk about all that. We'll talk about all the offseason stuff. And uh, the free agency, not too far away. We're not used to that here on Locked On Bengals. We're used to mock draft Monday in December. We, we got to talk about football here <laughs> until February 13th. Happy Valentine's Day. Hope you guys can enjoy that a little bit. And uh, that's going to do it, I think, James. Heck of a season. You know, you can appreciate, I think, the run they had, we would have never guessed Super Bowl. I would have never thought we would have been on Radio Road. That was a lot of fun. We'll have to reflect on that this week as well. And that'll be coming up. That'll be coming your way, good listeners, this week. Some off-season talks, some reflection on Radio Road, the Super Bowl week. I'm sure we'll look back on the game, look back at the film as well. But that's going to do it. 
That's the 2021 Cincinnati Bengals season concluding in Los Angeles. And I have enjoyed this very much, James. Let's do it again next year. Until next time, <laughs> Bengals fans, who day and have a good one. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.